0: It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue, located on Luzbio and Carrollton. You can find us at
1: allhousebbq.com. And we are the proud new sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us.
2: Good evening. Welcome to Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer this evening. We welcome you again every Saturday at 10 p.m. And our show is brought to you every Saturday by Miller Title, Roberto Perez, Texas. And also our podcasts are brought to you by Mr. Jose Guillen with Old House Barbecue located in Carrollton, Texas and in Louisville. We're going to take just a second for you to listen to our Pledge of Allegiance by the Clark family. They're amazing.
0: I pledge allegiance to, to the, the flag, flag of the United, United States, States of America and, and to the, the republic, republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice, and justice for all.
2: Good evening and thank you. We have a great, amazing evening tonight. We're going to talk about so many subjects. And Billy Tatum is not here this evening, but Miss Courtney is Hello. here. How are you, Courtney? I'm great. How are you? good how, how was your week any dates that we need to think about or? you
3: know funny funny you mentioned that no no dates per se but you know who invited me back to their um their homeland for easter Ooh. ex-husband number two <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> so we just went trekking back to mississippi for four days and oh. and it was so funny because uh you got along okay um there's a whole lot of other stuff that took place that was not my fault at all but it just kind of looped into one big messy weekend but it was funny because when we were driving up there um I sat in the back seat his son sat in the front seat and Clint was driving right and so I'm just working 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 because I don't want to be a distraction of during course, the drive yes well before he had picked Cause me you're up the back seat right wait yeah, back seat and so before he had picked me up he had gotten gas well it had a skimmer on it so Bank of America calls him. Now it comes from a Bank of America number and it's he's getting his um off the authentication codes from Bank of America. Mm-hmm. He's on the phone with this man and the man's like going through all the thing, very professional. And then I hear like some weird ring in the background. And right then I knew like this is this is the guy that skimmed the card. And so you know, Clint's just like, oh, you know, she's in the backseat. Just be quiet. And so he, the guy's like, OK, well, I, um, it looks like somebody's tried to initiate a $3,500 Zelle transfer from your bank account. You know, we just need to get this stopped um, and prevent any further fraud. What's your pin? He gives him the pin. Oh, And I was like, what are you doing? And then he goes, OK, what's the name of the other account? He gives him the name of the other account. And I was like, oh. these are not questions that are normally asked. And then all of a sudden he looks at his email and he sees reynaldo Hathcock is initiated a transfer and so he says it to the man on the phone and the guy hangs up so i kid you not for the next three hours i've got ex-husband number two trying to talk to 18 people at bank of america there's a delay on either side they're talking over each other i finally get there and i walk in and uh my mother-in-law she does she does not drink I Your said, We're going. Alone. well yeah i said um, I want to claim her for life because she's the best. Okay. I said, we're going for drinks. Now, mind you, this is like 4,000 people in this town. There's two Mexican restaurants to pick from. One doesn't serve margaritas. The other one does. That's where we're going. And uh, she goes, you do know when we walk in here that the text and the noise is going to start. I kid you not, before we were in the front door, she's getting texts. Other people are calling. Why is Courtney back in town? You know? Oh. So anyways, I got her liquored up and we went home. <laughs> like and uh, did yeah, you hear that?
2: Mm. And,
3: um, <laughs> And that that started off our weekend. But it was good. It was good just to be back and see everybody. I hit the jackpot when we got married with just the in-laws and so I was excited to see everybody.
2: Well, can I ask a question? Is there any um future romance with him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is this why you're getting that tummy tuck and no. all that good stuff? No?
3: I wanted this tummy tuck for ten years and I'm finally just pulling the trigger with it. So oh. I had my, my pre op the other day and it's like you sign all these things saying, you know, you could die. And then they go through the entire procedure and then you're just like, why am I doing this? But then you you just remember the end result is, you know, like I'm excited to be able to wear a like a normal person's shirt. Right. And not have like just
2: stretch marks and skin hanging out like that's a huge thing. So so, uh, do you have your doctor and everything, everything you've checked everything out? So
3: everything's been checked. Everything's paid. I paid it off. Where is, your, where is this surgery going to take place? It's a flower mound uh, plastic surgery.
2: Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, we have an amazing guest here with we us do. today. We do. I'm Not so Not only excited. is he a guest, but pro- hopefully that he comes and sits down with us every so often. Mm-hmm. Mr. Young Sung, city councilman for in uh, Carrollton. Uh, he's and also and an federal. interpreter. What? I didn't know all yeah, of these so other let's things. Introduce yourself, Mr. Young Sung, or yeah. your honorable Young Sung.
1: Hello, uh, it's Young Sung. And uh, yeah, I'm an interpreter. Um, I guess uh, I got my interpreter license while applying to be, uh, I was recruited by FBI and doing that uh, pre-9-11, post-9-11. So I, I finally made it to the to the final phase of it, but uh, they asked if I need to go to Iraq during the uh, desert storm. Well, my older brother's already up there. So he's he's a he's a he's a dentist, doctor, and uh, he retired, just retired from uh, Air Force as a uh, lieutenant colonel. Oh, awesome! Yeah. So no, so that's when that ha- happened. I said no. My parents said no. Cannot send a two sons to the war. Only two sons left. So one had to stay. So I stay back. Then a uh, consolation prize was uh, I. Ha- I do have a federal clearance. So. So that's when the Texas passed the law, so two the year 2002, you have to be, in, interpret the court, uh, you need a license. So since then, I, I was licensed ever since working for, you know, you know uh, I've been translated to Department of Justice, Homeland Security, FBI, Interpol, and all those government agencies.
2: Awesome. And he's also a real estate broker. <laughs> yeah, oh. And we are partners. And how do you two know each other? Oh, well, real estate, number one. Okay. Number two, I've been his campaign manager for all his races. Yes. And um, and also his partner in real estate. Awesome. And also I love his parents. He just lost his father not too long ago. And I think I
3: saw that. I'm so sorry. Well, I'm going to interject on that. So somebody had called me today and they said, hey, where did you put your mom in when when she had to go into the nursing home and I thought about I couldn't remember. And I was mm-hmm. like, I have literally blocked out that entire bit of trauma. And then I hung up with her. I started bawling. Like I was crying. I was like yeah. just thinking about all this stuff. Like it's traumatic losing a parent. It's traumatic. It's traumatic. It's traumatic. So I'm so Sorry.
1: No, thank you. It, it, it was very hard. It was uh, right before Christmas.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, and so my mom passed the end of November and her birthday's on Christmas.
2: Oh. Ugh. Yeah. Well, and his mother is very is a wonderful um lady and she's a trooper and she's already, you know, driving around and getting around. And Young kept saying, oh, we have to get her to move in with us. I don't think she wants to move in. Right. <laughs> <us>. <laughs> I think she's ready. Mm-hmm. She goes to Walmart. But Young, tell us a little bit how your parent. My st- your story that I want to talk about is how your parents, because our country's so mixed up right now, so just so much anger and and all kinds of stuff, the, the the magic or the miracle of your parents when they were born, how they were born, because they they came into a concentration camp, and mm-hmm. so talk a little bit about the, the the life of your parents coming to this country, why you're in this country, because you came, as a, you you were born in Korea, yes, but you came here when I was with ta- your parents, yeah. yes, yes, when so you were tell how us a little bit.
1: Uh, uh, 10, 11 years
2: old.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, no, no, my parents, again, the concentration camp, it's um, Jap- uh, Japan-occupied South Korea for, through, from 1909 to 1945. My parents were born in 1931, and my father was born in 1931, and my mother was born in 1936. But basically, they were uh, born into the slavery, the occupation, Japanese occupation. And then, in, you know, you know, my father didn't go along with the uh, legions and if you want to go to school, uh, you have to follow the legions. But my father uh, went to only fifth grade elementary. And so um, my mother uh, really went to, you know, follow the legions, it's supposed to be because a woman doesn't have much to say during that time. But, you know, you talk about a lot of people don't understand, you know, a lot of people understand what the Nazi, Jews went through, what the Nazi done to the Jews. But this is worse uh, could uh be tra- travesty what the Japanese done to South Koreans. So many millions of people got killed that not you don't get don't get the publicity. So they sur so they survived. No, that survived so nineteen august 15, forty five, you know, South Korea was liberated because when US uh, 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 bombed bombed the Nagasaki and Hiroshima with the atomic bomb, that's when they Japanese surrender. Uh, that's when the Japanese uh, gave up south korea that 's how liberated but during that time um my father was 15 fourteen years old nineteen fifty 1950, uh 1953, my father joined the army of south korea when <clears throat> his father my grandfather died and then he he was fought, uh, fighting along alongside with the uh, u s soldiers u uh, s soldiers during during that time and then he survived through that I don't know how he survived and he also uh, after that Korea war Korea war was never over, even today uh, it, it's never that never signed peace treaty to, to this to this day. But uh, he stayed uh, six years more during the Korean Korean conflict. And during that time when the even when the war is over, when the North Koreans are Chinese Red Armies retrieve, but still on the South side there's a guerrilla warfare going on going on my Father survived that, you know. Back then, you can't really tell from North Koreans, South Koreans. When the U.S. planes come bomb the villages and places, they don't know the difference. And my father told me he got he got bombed. That that place got bombed and a lot of things. But came, but fast forward to, uh, after that, he retired from army, became a farmer, and. Uh, we lived in a village uh 1977 I came to america august uh, tw- august 21 1970 I came to america i was uh, uh 11 years old and uh that came for better better opportunity
3: and i want to hear about that i want to know how how did that journey look and why did they decide to to come what you know we've had another guest on the show and i can't remember where he from, Viet- from vietnam and and they tried Mr. multiple Wu. times and they kept getting caught. And then finally, Mr. Vu. And and then they got caught by the Coast Guard and they pretty much gave them everything that they had on the ship. And they the Coast Guard helped them fix it and let them go on. And so that's it's I can't even imagine picking up my kids and trying to move to another country and having no idea what life is like and how we're going to get there. So I, I want to hear that part of it, if you are okay to talk about it. Do you no. remember any part of it? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes,
1: yes, I do. That's I, okay. It's a good, good, it's a kind of good, good story. Okay.
3: Uh, and we'll get to it in the next segment. Okay? okay. um, So we've got all of our previous loaded podcasts on our website, alexanderandfriends.com. You can also go ahead and check us out on Facebook, Alexander and Friends 660
2: And we have to say thank you to Liz Castaneda, because she does an she does amazing job. job. Yes, yes, yes. So, and we also have a guest listening to our show today. Yes, in studio. In the studio, we met her at the um, temple, uh, at the um, Muslim temple on Friday, Jackson, Jackson and then yeah. Old Denton. In Old Denton, we serve meals with them. with four hundred eighty meals for the for amazing. The so she's listening. She wanted to meet the producer of the show because she's always been interested over radios. We have an amazing guest, um, Young Sung, who is a city councilman from Carrollton, also a realtor just like i am and we kind of uh, fight each other over properties <laughs> and he's also a very good uh, friend of the carrollton community and this evening he's going to tell us a little bit of story about his father and his mother in, in when they were born they were born into a concentration camp in, in uh, japan but i want to hear the story of when they left the camp and they brought they went to work and how hard they were because i met his family and i want to tell you the most humble man I've ever met in my life. Hard working, didn't speak much English, but he knew how to say, ween, ween, <laughs> for his son. And also, I want to tell you that Young Sung is the first Korean young man ever um, elected into the city councilman, council in the state of Texas. Oh, really? So we're very proud, and that has something to yes. do with it. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes,
1: absolutely, you did.
2: Well, um, Young, tell us a little bit about the process of your parents leaving the concentration camp going to work they having how many children they they had and all their work just kind of got us through the because people don't understand how difficult it is to come to the country you have to have somebody to bring you
1: yes yeah. yeah so somebody had to bring us I mean they went through I guess so you Nice it's nice what its beyond hell went through the concentration camp and you, you you don't own anything they own you you know basically
2: how long were they there
1: well, uh, I mean, to live in Korea um, until nine, uh, when the war, Korean War was supposed Korean War was, but the, when the liberation happened in August uh, 15, nineteen forty-five. Oh, that, wow. that, that's when the that's when the Japan surrendered. That's and uh, Korea was uh, liberated.
3: That was nine, nine years, years. Yeah, yes. or no older than that.
1: So my father was born nineteen thirty-one, so nineteen forty-five. So that's fourteen. Uh, 14, fourteen years fourteen years. Mom was in was Concentration, yes. right. yeah.
3: And mom and dad met at the concentration camp.
1: No, no, no. So, so they lived a separate, separate lives. And then once uh, my father, after that, during that time, but, uh, he was, he joined the army. Uh, in Korea as a mm-hmm. mandatory, He joined the military service. And,
3: then and Became this
1: is a South farmer Korea or North Korea? This is a South
3: Korea. Then but retired, became a farmer.
1: Retired became became farmer and lived it. So basically, how we we came to America is uh, it, so my uncle is a GI Joe. He's uh, married to uh, my aunt, so when when so every year, every every year, every year, because of how uh, North Korea invaded South Korea, 1950, of uh, the province or the village I lived in, that's how they the the spies came supposedly spies came to the border. So every year there's a military exercise, joint exercise by the South Korean army and U.S. led uh, uh, army, so, so to capture the spies, and so apparently uh. Uh there was G.I. Joe met my aunt and and got married and they stayed they were stationed in uh Seoul South Korea. So one so one summer my uh brother went there to maybe learn a little bit of English from, from my uncle. So every, every so every day they bug him, they want to want you to come to America because your your aunt is very alone and lonely. There's no Koreans in, in Fort Sea, Oklahoma in Oklahoma. Luton, there,
3: Oklahoma. <laughs> I would imagine not a not a <laughs> big Korean population up there.
1: Yeah, so so I say one day. So one day, you know, my uh, my I told my brother when he was visiting him. So I say, want you? She said, no. When we're, we're happy with, in the village with nothing, but um, <laughs> so 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 then next day he said no, no, no. And the Friday, my so he was he would, he gets drunk and he gets mad and throwing stuff at the house. Supposedly, so my aunt told my. Uh, old brothers just say yes and so lord behold next thing I know, you know we have a green card to come to America 1975 how old were you? Uh, that's when I was like eight or nine eight or nine so oh we got green card what's green card so <laughs> so so we have to we want to save, save everything whatever we have something, so oh, we got to we need a little time so so okay hold on to our green card so 1977 we, they 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 finally said yes. So when we sold the, sold the uh, village house, there was a barter. There was an exchange of barter. It was, sometimes you use cash. But we sold, my parents sold the house for 120 bags of rice. 120
2: bags of rice.
1: Yeah.
2: What What do you think? Bags of rice for a house?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
3: Keep going. Keep going.
1: So when we bought the plane, the first time coming to America, first time ever seen a plane or going to city, never <laughs> never rode a car before. Maybe a couple of times bus, but um, came to, uh, came through uh, Seoul so aer- aer- airport. So after we bought an aer- airplane ticket, we my parents had about two three hundred dollars. So when we came to America, so. First time we on the on, on the plane, so it took us from Seoul, Japan, Japan to Hawaii, Hawaii to LA, LA to DFW Airport, DFW Airport to lotton Oklahoma. That's how we got to America on the on plane. And the the, the <laughs> so we we were picked up in the uh airport. There's there and the little kid as I am living in a village with you know there's no modern facility. The best thing you have is a bicycle. It's a luxury item, but when he came to pick us up, with this huge huge <laughs> car, and i oh my lord, I thought he was the richest man in america found found out he was a mechanic in the army and a chef so uh, later I found that it was, it was yellow best at the time, so later I found that it was a school bus he uh, he bought it from the junkyard and it was a, <laughs> it was a, i thought that was the so coolest thing I ever saw in my life <laughs> when, I, when they pick pick picked us up in the, this That's huge awesome. bus
2: were your brother so how many brothers and sisters do you have?
1: So I have an older brother, older sister, and younger sisters. So, they were
2: all born in Korea.
1: Yeah, they're all born in korea
2: so so when you got to Lawton, Oklahoma, what happened?
1: Well, we lived in Lawton, Oklahoma for about uh, eight months uh, eight nine months then um, because of my mother uh, they didn't ha- they didn't, there was really no work there so we moved to Dallas for about a, a love field behind, behind the love field for about a year year and a half. And then, because my mother got a simster job and uh, my father got a you know a janitorial job,
2: and they worked very and hard.
1: They worked uh, about three, four jobs uh, every day.
2: Wow! And where did you, where did you uh, grow up?
1: So I grew I grew up in uh, nineteen seventy nine eighty. Moved to Carrollton, we moved to Carrollton, and lived ever since. And besides going to, going to college, and it, it, that's, that's, uh, there was a, a 98% predominantly predominant white community back then, so it was, it was challenging growing up as a minority there.
2: So, you, But your mother and dad started working when they got here. How was their language barrier?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh,
2: I know your dad was hard, hard-headed at
1: the time, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, he it was, it was mentally tough, uh, even though language uh, language was a barrier, but he worked hard, knows how to work hard. So worked in a Lovefield Airport as a, a janitorial. Uh, back then and then then after after he gets off that and gets another job working on uh, cleaning off offices, but working very very hard for you know, you know coming for you know, opportunity you he know, did for, that
3: for years and years
1: he did that for yes years years until he retired uh he no was seventy years old so but put put all, all of us in college college you, 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 you can imagine, and my mother work in centers, working in same interest working two, three jobs even after after put all of us in colleges.
3: Okay. Where did where did you and your uh, siblings go to school, colleges?
1: So, uh, my uh, older brothers uh, graduated from the Baylor Dent- Dentistry, and after that, he joined the U.S. Air Force, and he he retired as a, I believe Lieutenant Colonel or, or Full Colonel uh, last year. So my older sister is uh they did they're the ones they're the ones who's smart ones. So they are married to a doctor and a lawyer. So. <laughs> Well, married to uh, a lawyer. Uh, Cousin, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the black sheep of the family. So, but um, my older sister uh, is married to a uh, lawyer, immigration. Uh, immigration attorney, up there in, in Delhi. Del- Del- they practice in uh, lot, uh, not lot Austin, Austin, Texas. Okay. And my younger sister is uh, uh, married to a doctor from the. She was, she was working at UCLA Hospital. And uh married to German. In there in she lives in Germany and speaks uh, more German better than Korean. Wow.
3: You know what's funny? We have all these stories about just hardworking people and their kids turn out to be Excellent. super successful. And you know what? I think that's the key, right? Like we have all these entitled kids where their parents just do everything for them and they turn to be just mush of our, just the schools and just, employment wise they can't keep jobs because they they didn't have a good example right that, i don't know that is correct they and weren't made just to. nothing was handed to them
2: right. right well yeah and i think following a young song um he it was tough for him being growing up because the language barrier his parents did not speak in right. english yes and how how did they how did you go through school and all this because you had some issues
1: no, I mean, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. I need to say something here, very, very important. What my parents did was, uh, they had a language barrier because of language barrier, they couldn't really get a, you know, be promoted to higher job, even, even working so hard because of language. So, the one thing that got us through is that I have to thank God, thank God for it. So what they, they were Christian. They were, they were, they were Christians when they moved to the village, and there was a, a American missionary who taught the Korean missionary to spread gospel through, through the villages so they became Christians so I w- we were our family was, uh, kids were born gr- born Christians but one thing I s- hear my father praying every morning in, in, in his closet is to pray pray every day I hear his prayer every day
2: Ugh.
3: well so are we done with this segment we need to take a quick break no okay
2: the kiddos, how old was the youngest one when you got here
1: my younger sister was uh, about uh, seven, seven years old.
2: Seven, and then May.
1: And me, I'm ten, eleven years old. Then uh, May, May was uh, was uh, thirteen. How were how 14. were they?
2: How were you uh, in, involved in school? How how did you do through school and all this? Because this is back in the in. What the seventies? The eighties, yes. Eighties. So it's a different world then. you're in Dallas district, correct? You're going to school uh, in CFISD. Dallas. CFISD, I was in CFISD.
1: Yeah. No, I, I mean when I went to school, it, it was tough. It was a uh, you know very few, uh, few Koreans there, few minorities, there, and you know there was uh, you know there was supposed kids picked on you because you're not the same color. So uh, and got beat up a few times, have to fight back a few times, and then went through that, and and I played. Uh, my skip was a uh, uh, soccer, soccer was a uh, yeah. I played soccer, and uh, I was a uh, first uh, first player to be in high school, to be a four year letterman, a varsity player. But same time, got it picked on, and the coach didn't didn't worked out. And I was captain of the of, uh, sophomore in the varsity team, and juniors and senior, I became a bench player because of the coach I didn't see things the way, but uh, have to fight through, fight through that, and then. Even even I was uh even playing the position, I didn't want to but I I was a lead school leading score or second leading score for the for the team. They all became a state all state team, but uh, they I got second team of district only. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. But and and then <clears throat> one time the kids want uh, I asked coach I coached if I could get a, get a snack and before um, I got out of the bus and hit the uh you know candy bar. I came out that the bus was gone.
2: And what? left you behind.
1: Yeah, left me behind.
2: Oh, this is this is you see what people, young people of today don't realize what happens, in, right? So in, in areas, well, we we come back. I want you to talk a little bit about. I know you you loved your parents very much, and and how much you honor your parents. And I want to come back and talk a little bit about that because today honoring parents is very very different, and how your father honored you so much all of you mm-hmm. and worked so hard to get you to where you are today because they did so uh we're going to come back in just a few minutes this is alexander france this we're sponsored by roberto pettis miller title texas and our podcast is sponsored by jose guillen with Whole house barbecue in Carrollton and Louisville. and i want to ask mr our, our producer how did he like his um Uh, his brisket for easter from old house barbecue
0: it was delicious Uh, my entire family said it was the best brisket they'd ever had
2: yeah (laughs) we are really having a very uh interesting conversation this evening we're talking about korea japan the united states boyfriends (laughs) lip uh what do you you call what do you call uh, tummy tuck mommy makeover mommy makeover (laughs) And this young lady who's sitting here with us today as a as a guest watching us, she must be wondering what the heck we are doing. Oh my gosh! Afafshan, uh, Afshan. So uh, she wanted to get the taste of what happens in the radio show. And she's <laughs> getting it all right. Well, young, let's come back to um, your story of your family and your. And I know the um, the love you have for your parents. I, I I get so emotional when I see you with them because you just love them so much you respect them. Mm. And I think that's what we're missing today, the respect of the parents and the children. And it works both ways. So take us back to uh, your being, uh, your parents racing you all in Carroll, Carrollton, right? You yeah. went to school in Carroll. Tell us a little bit about that background, how strict your parents were, and how hard they worked to make sure that you had everything.
1: No, I mean, they worked so hard. Just uh, want to mm-hmm. uh, go back to what I, before we took a break, is that it, although I went through these challenges, I went through this, no, I do not dwell on that. I went through that challenges. I overcame those and became who I am. Not because me, because of my parents worked so hard to do that. So, yes, uh, yes. Um, and I mean, understanding become a little mature and understand who I am, who I am as a human being and what I need to, uh, what I need to, how do I honor them? You know, what I learned is that no matter how much gratitude, Appreciation they did. My words, my actions is never enough for <clears throat> all the other sacrifice they've done. But the honoring them is best I can do as a son. Be honorable. Not a
2: dry eye in this room right now. Yep. Oh. And I think that's where young people are missing today. So we get to where uh, you decided to run for office. And tell us a little about how your parents took this.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> well I, I mean, it it, it was a, <laughs> it, it was quite quite quite, quite uh, surprisingly pleasant and shocking for them that the son, who who, who was born and raised in a village, coming to America, have this kind of wonderful opportunity. Even even being, being a candidate is honored that have have a, have a courage to to do that. It was such an honor, honor for them too. So, that's one way to honor them because, grown up, they're working, working you know blue collar jobs and working two three jobs. So, and sometimes people look down on them. So, so but to honor them, so they could stand tall. Very good.
2: Whew. So you became a candidate, and what happened? Who and who was your uh, campaign manager? The first time I was not.
1: Yeah, so uh, 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 the campaign manager, Alexandra Fincher. <laughs> the,
2: oh, we uh, know her. Oh, yeah, we know so, her. But the first you, you you ran and you and you lost. It he, he was not good, right?
1: Yeah, the so first time I ran, I lost it. again. There was some, oh, uh, you know, challenges have have to overcome. People don't see who I am; they only saw my color more so than who I am. So I have to over over overcome that. I'm I'm the I'm to find out I'm the only candidate who live emotional mostly lived there all, all my life. grew up there. My son and daughter's born and raised there. Went to school there from elementary, and in my uh, my better half. I graduated from same high school So my better half, and uh, my daughter graduated from. Not many candidates can say that. Right, Newman Smith. Newman Smith High School. Mm-hmm.
2: And
3: so then you you lost and then you decided to find someone that could help you yes. be
2: victorious and how did how did that well how does that even happen l- let me let me I do you remember miss tarpley Shirley yes
3: tarpley.
2: Shirley tarpley that was his
3: teacher i was yes. gonna ask because i remember i remember her and i was like that's gonna be around the same time yes. that he
2: went to school okay yes, that was his teacher
1: yes yeah, so she was my back then there was no computer right there was a keyboard keyboard and the, the, the fondest memory i have is so it's a story that I will never forget the rest of my life is that uh, when she's teaching and she listened to her, her students and there was, a, there was a talk, a Caucasian student, the big guy, it was telling her story about how he got scholarship to go to UNT playing football and how he was so proud of, proud of talking to sharing that to a teacher. I was behind the listening to all this stuff and uh, Shirley Turpley, uh, she's so positive, and how proud proud she is for the student that doing doing so well. And it made me so comforting because this was a black teacher, uh, saying this to a white student. After that, and they hug. She hugged them, to wish them the best of luck. That made me so comforting. So, so 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 happy that this interaction. As I see, it, and this is Sherry the that I remember. And thirty years fast forward to it. And when she when I shared that story, she so uh, she, she was my teacher. She was we had immediate connections. She,
2: so and she helped you get through the first yeah. election. Yes, yeah. Yes. And still is there <laughs> yeah. for you. Sure. So tell so you lost. Yes, and.
1: I, I lost and, and I lost it and I won is that again, when I told myself uh it's it's not you're losing, it's not never losing. It's it's so when you lost you learned something, you made a progress. I made a mm-hmm. progress. What I want is, it's incredible that that I want to just, I want to break the barrier. Because I want to break. The reason I want to break barriers is I, I did not get an endorsement from mayor or a sitting council member. Even I asked them, they would not give it to me. Nor I wanted. It. I want to prove myself and 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 break the, you know, break the barrier. So even the they always put me to the toughest opponent my opponent last opponent was a two-time commission, uh, county commissioner two, uh, two-time uh, city council person and from that other learning press with the help of a uh, amazing uh, alexander oh, cool. venture the uh, campaign manager Broke the every voting record in in the city of Kelton Amazing,
2: history. we did, we did. Yes. How did you do great. it? What did you do? We do worked differently? hard. We had a lot of donuts. <laughs> 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 well, young is young is very smart and and has so much to offer. But also he's worked a lot in the community and he's responsible for a lot of the businesses that have come there. And right now he's building, but H Mart was, I think one of your biggest projects with within the city of itself. No,
1: uh, I, I cannot take credit. No, for no, that, but I'm so. saying
2: the community itself, you brought, yes. there were so many more Koreans in the, in the community that you were able to connect yeah. them. He's brought the Korean community to the Carrollton community, mm-hmm. which was this, you know, unfortunately there's minorities of all kinds. We're all minorities, but sometimes people just don't seem to click to each other. So young had the first uh, the first run. He had he, he had a really tough time. Unfortunately, um, he was not helped. And then Ms. Tarpley came and looked for me, and uh, I had just finished running the, the campaign for Joe Chao, uh, for for mayor over in, in uh, Addison, and I had not met young uh, um, young Sung yet. So um, I said, "Eh, I came." Out. He doesn't speak English very well. Mm. <laughs> Look at you being all stereotypical. Yeah, I was stereotype. I beat him up so bad, but yeah. he made it. And his parents that, tell him what your father used to do.
1: No, I mean, uh, even though he doesn't speak English well, <laughs> well and then he carries signs everywhere, every storefront of um, <laughs> uh, every street, and everyone, and says enough English, in, in English that. My son, this is my son, my son, <laughs> both my son. Aww. And uh, the way my mother always tells me that how she got through the day, because, okay, thank you. Say, <laughs> so even though she doesn't understand, somebody says, okay, then when she leaves, thank you. Okay, thank you is the word she uses to when she communicates.
2: And they have, they're had standing out there with their sign, Aww. and it's just precious. And, you know, they're in their 80s. Yes, 80s. 80s ni- almost mm-hmm. 90. When was the first term you won?
1: Uh, twenty seventeen. 2017.
3: Oh, okay, twenty seventeen. And you he's... can keep going. Is there a rule? I don't no, know. You do, he ran three, again.
1: Yeah, uh, 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 three years. Three years. <laughs> Each term is uh, three, okay. three years. So, right. so you get to do only two term. Two terms. So I'll be coming so out it. next year.
2: Mm-hmm. And so then, and then what? Oh, I'm sorry. Go you ahead. don't know. So now he's uh, on his final term, right? Yes. You're in the final term. So we're so we're looking at what he's going to do next. But tell him about your project you're doing in the, in Carrollton right now. Because so
1: before, yes, thank you. So before I tell you some some of the things that are, what I'm proud of that bring the community together is that w- we have uh, Korean classes in New uh you know New Testament High School we have now, HIP, uh, Creekville High School, Blair Lake Middle School. We have Korean classes. So when we under there, so we have a website. Translation to different languages, especially to Koreans, Korean language. Whenever there's a a court issues, when there's other matters, there's interpreters available for not just Koreans, for every other language. There's something that I'm proud to to bring that. Awesome. So,
2: but tell us about your projects. the businesses and the projects you're bringing. This this one is huge.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So there, 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 there Many businesses in 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 Korean community up there in by H area, surrounding areas. So some of the business are because of because of Korean bring the bring bring it's a destination place. So the the, the business some of the business are, are coming to because of for that for that reason. And also the project I'm working on is a, is a, a close to to three hundred million dollar project. It's a mixed use development up there in uh, corridor of uh, George Bush and thirty five there by the train mill station. Mm-hmm. So those are things uh, helping bring and also working with the uh, uh, conglomerate uh, Korean big companies to, we just had a visit two days ago, two days ago, have a, have a meeting to, to incorporate They're coming to, to bring the more economy and get economic, economic development, development.
2: To, awesome. to our city. Well, so let's get, so now let's talk about 20, 2020, 2021, 2022. So we met your, your son here at the radio station. He was on our show. Yeah. And he had just joined the army, so tell us a little bit about that young man because he wanted to be a a, a pastor.
1: So he, wanted, he wanted to be a, some, you know, he wanted to be a, all kind of stuff. But, I mean, <laughs> okay. so, 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 he didn't know what he was, what he wanted to do in the during that COVID time. So, so he he prayed about it, and the last thing was on the list was to join the military. But glad he, I'm, I'm proud of him, he, he did. So he joined the uh, U.S. U.S. military, Army. U.S. Army. So the great story is that when we came to America in 1970, so my first stop in America was at Lawton, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Fort SEAL Base. base. But when my, when my son joined it, and his first train, combat training was in Fort SEAL.
2: Isn't, Isn't that, that awesome? amazing? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, listen, we've
3: got some more to talk about. We need yes. to wrap up this segment. I do want to remind y'all, you can check us, our Facebook at Alexander and Friends 660. Also our website, alexanderandfriends.com. All of our previous episodes are loaded on any podcast por- form. You can find it on that website. Our show brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Perez. And our podcasts are brought to you by Old House Barbecue, Jose Guillen. What else you got, Alexandra?
2: Well, I just want to remind everybody about our show last, uh, last week. We had mm-hmm. Dr. Deepa, Deepa Patani. Patani and she was amazing uh, ask the young lady that's sitting here she's heard all that tape, those podcasts awesome. over and over listen to our podcasts we they're amazing amazing, they, stories, they're amazing very stories very inspiring if you inspiring. need that
3: that push just to you know maybe get you over to the next thing that you're wanting to do but you just are afraid or scared you know maybe somebody else's story and can it was inspire amazing you
2: to hear um Roberto Perez have that conversation oh with yeah he was, he, was he was all about, all it. about that yes and She called. She called to say thank you, and she's amazing. She wants to come and host the show sometimes. Excellent. This evening we're enjoying so much the conversations and tears and laughter. So we appreciate you letting us know how you like our show. Well, we're coming back to Mister Young Sung, a city councilman of Carrollton, and also a um, wonderful uh, realtor like me. But I'm better. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes, you are. And we want to thank Michael Clark for doing such an amazing job with uh, this computers here. But, you know, uh, we need a Samsung or what? we need a Samsung computer. What? <laughs> Where does she come up with this? He's having such a hard time over here with a uh, freezing. No, dam, so.
3: no, we're
2: fine. <laughs> well, Young Sung, t- we were uh, in the you were talking about your son in Korea now in the army. And he's uh, also gone up in grade very quickly
1: yes i mean so for, when after his uh training, combat training and intel training uh then his first assignment it was could have gone any, anywhere that could have him anywhere in the in the world or anywhere in the country but he ended up in south Korea, um camp humphrey based in uh in 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 in
2: did you get to see him while you were up there
1: no, no. i was unfortunately i was not able to they I could were not just, uh, able. connect with him the phone uh, via phone calls but i oh. um, was not able to
2: well tell us about your beautiful wife and your daughter. You have you have such a beautiful family and I also know that you're very God loving. You you're your your um what can I say? Your devo- your devotion to God is very important to your family. Tell us a little bit about your wife. Well, I mean She's amazing she, and beautiful. She's,
1: she's amazing and beautiful, and and, <laughs> and and then and she does so much work for a church. And just before I left, she was ready to go to church to do a Bible study. And she teaches Bible study, and and, and also learn uh, learning the Bible. And and most of the time, she volunteers to work up there. And anytime there's a major event, any any event. And she's always a chef c- cooking and for oh, all, and all, the, all the pastors
2: cook. Mm, mm, mm. and
1: so she she's an incredible cook and 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 it's it's amazing and and, and like not just the one or two people she's cooking for she's cooking for fifty people hundred people two hundred people that she just uh, like a banquet so she prepares for that's what she what she does for the church
2: and that's susan what about your daughter?
1: My daughter is, uh, uh, when she was teenager, teenager, uh, she was uh, a little local, a little crazy. <laughs> 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 uh, I, didn't re- I-, I didn't know I didn't know how the teenager turned out to be. I mean, it was a rude awakening, sort of speak. Yeah. But,
3: uh, I have five daughters, and they all go crazy. <laughs> 12 to 17, you just want to give them away. Like, just let them go to a boarding school because they go nuts. Mm.
1: Yes. I mean, when I was, she was, like, young, like, she was waiting for me to come home and, like, uh, hug me and play Little Princess and oh. all that. Then next thing I know what happened, and... <laughs> So true. <laughs> and so, but now that she she come come to her age, she's very responsible, uh, caring, and uh, always uh, independent. And she she's very uh, being her, being herself.
3: How old is she now?
1: She's twenty one now.
3: Oh, she go to school?
1: No, she she says uh, she doesn't want to go to school, but she's learning learning online classes awesome. and, and then work working.
2: Good. So, what are your plans for the future?
1: Mr Young Sung. My future is to uh, continue. What I what I'm doing, uh, hopefully I like to get into the higher office and politically I, I believe uh, having a voice of, of, of no of voiceless, especially uh, for everybody. I mean I'm gonna be forever but especially for a community that I grew up and is is done so much for Carlton community and, and beyond, I think we could we could do a next level, higher level, more more stuff to the more for the community together. So my job is to bring community together, bridge the community, uh, and not divided.
2: Well, right. it's uh, really funny because Carrollton is such a small town in a sense. Because when Miss Tarpley was here, she was one of the first teachers in Carrollton, and then we had Trey Williams, who mm-hmm. uh, has. The, Do you know uh, Miss Nan from the Pink House? From the Pink House. Yes, oh yes, yes. yes. Oh yes. Oh Miss. Oh Miss Nan. I, mean, I saw her yesterday. Mm-hmm. But you had a the the thing about it is when we're talking about minorities i think every minority we all are minorities we don't understand that but we are because we're we're we are created by god and mm-hmm. we created for the however he wants us to but you had a tough time being accepted yeah. by running. And, and not only a hard time, but sometimes insults and letters that yeah. were sent to you that were very ugly.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was. But at the same, same time, I, I have to look at myself. When I said we're minority, I don't believe in as minority anymore. Very good. We, when we came to America, we have, we labeled as a Korean American, Japanese American, African American. I think that word needs to be changed around. I'm American first and Korean second. Amen. And you it shouldn't be a you know, Hispanic. Americans, American, Hispanic, that we are all Americans, we fight for that, fight for that to be proud to be Americans. I call me American first because I am new a citizen just because I'm not born. I am patriotic and good as anybody else to be, be honored and, and, and be, a, be proud to be American, but at the same, same time, we have to under, understand that we don't, do not take things for granted. Mm-hmm. There's so much opportunity here people don't, people don't see. People who grew up in the hardships see that more, more than those uh, mm-hmm. entitlement kids out there. Just because I don't know how, how to say so much that is, is America is an incredible country. That if you work so hard and persevere and go through that, go through that and, and education is the foundation mm-hmm. of, of who you can become. And you have unlimited access to the opportunity. Don't ever take it for it because I did not. Everything I have to earn, earn it. And I want to. That's why I'm running the office because I, I want to give back because what happened. Just because I went to the challenges, those challenges are I look at it as opportunity. Right. It's not it's not something you do well and and and, 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 and eat you up. No, you got to go through that, you know, overcome it, and be a victor victorious. I think that's what I'm doing and what I'm trying to inspi- inspire and be a role model for that a little bit.
3: You know what I was thinking. So, what's that expression? You'll never be criticized by somebody doing more than you. Right. And it's like the people writing the letters and being mean. I mean, what are they doing for change? What are they doing to try to make the community better? And it's like it's so hard not to be offended when you see those things being said about you and, and being on paper in front of you and insults and people yelling at you. I mean, I can't you know, I can't imagine. But it's like those are the people that are not doing anything of good. Right. They're not bringing that, good. Why. And that's
2: where you need to focus on your evil. end goal. Evil. It's super evil. 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 Well, one of the things that I remember is how it hurt his parents. Mhm. His his mama his and daddy parents. heart. Yes. You don't oh, want to be talking yes. about your baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so your father just passed away. Is that right? You know?
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, my father just passed away, um, I guess, three, four months ago and before Christmas.
2: And your mom is hanging in there.
1: She's hang, hanging in there. She's 86 years old.
2: And she sells. Uh, you got to tell everybody about what she does. She makes little uh stuffed animals.
1: Well, uh, yeah, yeah. So she, uh, she was, uh, she was a centrist, and she worked in many different places. And one of the places that I have to be sh- share this with you that uh, early nineteen eighty. I don't know the Queen Elizabeth came to D- D- Dallas, Texas back then. I don't know if you are aware of it. Who
3: uh, Queen Elizabeth? Queen, oh. Queen
1: Elizabeth. Yes. Uh, so she worked at the time. It's a Sackowitz up there by toway oh, yeah. a- and the Beltline. That was called Sackowitz. Mm-hmm, it's a, one mm-hmm. of those uh, best uh high end stores, like Lord and Taylor. So, yeah. So. Apparently, Queen Elizabeth came by, bought one of the big, beautiful dresses and nobody knew how to fix that. And, Dolby, you know, she didn't know who she was. At, at then. So and she, she's the one who fixed that. And then, then it was Queen Elizabeth uh, dress she bought. <laughs> bought it, so, like, <laughs> so so that was inc- incredible. So she worked at the, and, and and there were no more Lusaku. So she moved on to working at the Macy's alterations oh, and yes, then fixing all yes. the yes. stuff. So Anytime there's nobody can fix it, she fixes it. So now she's retired. She makes a uh, stuffed animal toys for, and she makes all these beautiful toys Hads. of hats and all that. So then she gives away to to a nonprofit organization, especially churches, that uh, they take that and 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 to, uh, take to the missions and uh, whatever the missionaries and to give give away. So that's what she does. She
2: is amazing, and she's a tough cookie, though. She Should have linked Mister Vu and oh, Youngs. Yes,
3: absolutely. Mom. They
2: would have been. They would have been very powerhouse. Power. Powerhouse <laughs> because he is the. Ta- his tailor shop is doing very well. Oh, I was very reading well. his article. Yeah, yes. he
3: just moved. I've got his insurance, so I just moved oh, to Solis. Well, uh,
2: Young needs insurance, too. So <laughs> <hard> to <laughs> about that. Well, Young, uh, this is an, a, a great evening. And I think talking about just family values, I think that's the biggest thing is the values of your home were very important. Because all four of you have grown to be in very good positions. And you have yes. really, uh, all of you have shown that respect to your father for his hard work.
1: Yes, absolutely, and I always go back to I uh, say, how'd you get, so, uh, how'd you do so well? I, I think ultimately, bottom line is that uh, all the hard work that they did, but same time, it was it was uh, his his faith, and he, he kept he kept faith and, and keep praying, and the prayer kept us together and prepare. Have uh, you know that he kept, there's some things he cannot control, but the God kept kept us. Uh, under the uh, God's umbrella. But the the, the one thing I wanna share is that that always keep, keeps keeps it in my the verse the the verse that I always carry is that so because of what my parents and father uh, has so faithful so it's, it's a, which says that the worry what well, the worry is that trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not in your own understanding and always acknowledge him, he'll will, he will make your path straight. And that's the verse I always carry in my heart. What well,
2: that's so beautiful. It is Wow, wow, You just it's an amazing evening, and so what else what else would you like to tell now that you're going to be running for office real soon and also you want to make a change in, in Carrollton? what do you see the community coming to now Carrollton is really moving up and you're so involved in the in the city, what do you project Come the next happenings in Carrollton?
1: Well, I mean, there are a lot of things gonna happen happening in our, our our wonderful city. What I like to do is to see is that uh, in a more uh, bigger development, um, reach out to more international uh, countries and uh, businesses that, that make a significant dif- difference to our city and put a map in our city, have a footprint. So, so there's a big economic development opportunity in our city. So, from that, that create a waterfall. Once you have a big development, uh, tax bases. You could reduce tax rate to our citizens and create that waterfall e- economy to to do more, stu- more more things stuff. more things to to our city and you know better infrastructure oh. infrastructures and other programs out there.
2: Well, we've got an election coming up for yeah. mayor and city council in Carrollton here. Well, all throughout, but this this is going to be a very big one, right? Because yes. we're losing our wonderful mayor. Kim Faulkner. Uh, Faulkner, which I think he's done an amazing job. Yes. So we're looking to see who are go- who's going to be the next mayor in Carrollton. So that's going to be a big big issue. Yes. So, well, you're Gr- not running for mayor? No, not yet. <laughs> not, yet. <laughs> not yet.
1: So yeah. this, this year's a special election next month. Uh, uh, next next week's uh, early voting. Uh, next month is going gonna to be elected. Uh, who will be the mayor for just for one year? Special. And election. then they have to run again. Yes. So they have to run again. Yes. Young
2: Young's going to wait for that big time like president or vice president or something like that right are you going to be involved with this of course i always am involved in politics i love (laughs) politics (laughs) yes so courtney tell us you're not going to be here next week i
3: don't know i'm going to see my mm, yeah my surgery
2: is next week so we're going to see how we're feeling well all i gotta say is you're going to look beautiful and i need to follow you and and come and go see what i can get done right i mean i don't i mean i love you know i want to be beautiful yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Next, Oh, I'm going to let my producer tell us about the next guest, because this guest used to work for Salem Communications, and he now follows our beautiful President Trump, which I love <laughs> desperately. And let him tell you a little bit about this wonderful guest we have.
0: So next week, we hope to have Brian Glenn in the studio. He is the program director over at RSBN, which is Right Side Broadcasting Network, and you can watch him uh, all the time. He follows the president around, does interviews with him, follows the uh, the rallies that they hold mm-hmm. and anything related to that. So it's not just full time Trump, 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 but it's like anything related to that. It's right side broadcasting. So he'll shake things up. He'll shake things up. Where does he come from? Uh, Texas. Before She's this, asking
3: what company yeah, he was
0: involved with before. Before right side broadcasting, mm-hmm. he was here. At, at 6.20 a.m. when we had a station called KEXB, and I was his co-host for a year and a half.
2: And I asked a question when we had him on the last show, wanted to know why he was out there making all the money and our producer, Michael Clark, was here. What was the answer? <laughs>
0: I think the answer was that he's probably not really making money. Like he's getting a lot of perks, like travel. But I don't. I doubt that he's making like big bucks or anything doing it.
2: Well, we really want to thank you so much for being here, Young Song. It's a great inspiration. You made us cry and laugh at the same time. Mm -hmm. We love you and thank thank you you for sharing your life with us. And Young, thank you for being here. And I I hope you enjoyed being here with us this evening. And our guest, Afshan. Thank you so much for tuning in to our show again. We look forward to see you next Saturday night and have a good evening. Alexander and Friends, 660, sponsored by Roberto Perez, Miller Title, Texas, and Old House Barbecue. Have a good evening.
0: Hey, soy Jose Guillén, dueño de Old House Barbecue. Y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares
1: están en Carrollton y Luzbio. Nuestra página web es allhousebarbecue.com.
0: Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends, or write us an email, friends 660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.